Welcome to issue 208.5 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Game. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Evil.Jermac Carano, and joining me is Steve. Hello. And Mike. Hey, Matt. And Daniel. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Thank you. <sighs> What's wrong, Steve? Uh, you, know, you know, I used to get excited when you guys would show up for a recording night, but I've not so much anymore. I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I feel like we kind of, we've lost that team spirit, hey? I mean, Daniel doesn't even do anything unless Steve's in the area. Well, and then, you know, listening to the last one, I mean, it almost seems like you don't, don't really want to be a team anymore. No, we need to get together and work it out. I mean, even if only one of us can do something at a time, uh, I, I guess. Uh, I guess. I mean, is that, hmm. does that still count? Is that still... Is it still teamwork I, I if only know. one of us is doing something at once? I don't doesn't think it's It doesn't seem really, teamy. doesn't feel teamy. doesn't. Just... Our, our teamwork used to be so much stronger. We've lost our mojo. Well, <laughs> well, we have our mojo packs, but you know what I mean. We lost our mojo. Yeah, we haven't done mojo yet. I, I don't have I don't have quick strike I'm weak sauce. No. Yeah. You know what though? We 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 have someone new, sort of new reading the intro. Maybe they can maybe they can bring it back for us. Daniel, who's this person you brought well, with you? Well, this is evil Dr. Matt Carano, the curator of Dinosauria at the National Natural History Museum here in Washington, Smithsonian. Hi Matt. Hello. How are you doing? Did I get your title right? Back. You did get my title right. <laughs> yeah. I can't um, believe that's a real title. Eight-year-old so me is squealing with joy right now. I can't believe he's on the show a second time. <laughs> well, why would we need a curator of Dinosauria on the show, Steve? Uh, because we are going to do a very special I See You spoiler <gasps> episode, and we needed some lore from an expert, and here he is. So, Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What? So this is... This is we're recording on February 20th, 2024. Uh, we just got shown the preview for the third scenario in the Age of Apocalypse. So we've got the Four Horsemen. We've got Apocalypse. We have what, Unis? Yep. <laughs> and, you're, and you're telling me we had to bring on an expert in Dinosauria? Uh, that's what I'm telling you. All uh, right. Let's yeah. do this. Now, the last time Matt was... I'm sorry. My apologies. The last time evil Dr. <laughs> Matt Carano was on was issue 55, way back in volume two. Uh, it was that long ago? It was a very long time ago, uh, March 9th, 2021. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, hmm. Our dreams have come true, though. We are getting a card that requires the curator of Dinosauri to come <laughs> on and talk to us about it. Wow. All right. Three years later, almost to the day. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. All right. It's pretty well, close. Steve, do you, how about you just open the envelope and just drag the card out just a little bit so we can see the title? Okay, here here's the here's the title. Uh it's just called Pterosaur. <gasps> all right, take it away. Take it away, Dr. Evil. So I see the card. I see the title. First of all, I like the title. Uh I like it not just because it's short, but because it's accurate. Um a lesser a lesser game might have called this pterodactyl, which would hurt a little bit. Um, but, uh, but it's not, it's Pterosaur. Um, and, uh, it, it the Pterosaurs are pretty cool. And I, I should give you a caveat. You invited me on the show and I didn't say it ahead of time. 
and now you're stuck with me. I have to bring up that this is not a dinosaur. What? So, te- so technically, uh, I'm giving you an, um, an, an off prescription <laughs> um, wreck here on this thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, this is sort of an, a dinosaur adjacent animal business. From what I understand, it's because of the, the hip joints. Are different. Yeah, this it, it, you know they're they're close. They're basically like cousins. They're pretty close. Um, as prehistoric animals go, they're not too far apart. But yeah, they 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 have differences in the hip. They have differences in the neck. It's all very you know, um, uh, it's it's very fine points of anatomy. Um, difficult things to sort of obviously notice um, unless you're really up close. Um, besides besides the wings, um, but um, so they are they live with dinosaurs. They are. They appear about the same time, 230 million years ago. Uh, dinosaurs and pterosaurs both sort of uh, show up around the same point, and uh, they all go right up to the uh, big asteroid impact 66 million years ago, and they get wiped out along with the dinosaurs. Um, and in between, you have a lot of different kinds. So it's category like dinosaur when you say pterosaur. Uh, this particular pterosaur uh, that's shown on the card is uh, definitely a late model pterosaur. Um, you know, the early pterosaurs are very small and they have teeth, uh, long tails. Uh, and when I say small, I mean like, uh, you know, like a Robin, uh, little guys. And, uh, the, these really big ones, they don't show up till, um, much later. And the giant ones, which this pretty clearly is sort of small airplane size, uh, they show up around the time of T-Rex. So 66, 67 million years ago, uh, big toothless, uh, things. And um, some of them are, uh, there's another one that you probably recognize called Pteranodon, um, another kind of pterosaur. And that um, almost kind of pelican-like animal uh, lived near the ocean, um, big toothless beak, probably, you know, snapped up fish. Um, this one looks like something called a Quetzalcoatlus. That's my favorite kind. I yeah, those things are, they are, they are pretty impressive. They're big enough that people, scientists still argue about whether they can fly or not. Um, and uh, so, you know, these things have huge wings, but they're also just huge animals. And um, they are birds are around at this point as well. So they are kind of competitors with early birds. Um, the way they fly is different. They, they came up with their own way of flying, different from birds, different from bats. Um, and what's pretty interesting is they're kind of pretty intimidating animals. When you look at them like this, the one thing they never really figure out is like how to use their feet. Uh, birds have just very interesting feet. They can, you know, if you're a hawk, they, you know, they're pretty deadly or they climb with them or whatever. And pterosaur feet, they almost look like human feet. They're just like big flat feet with like uh, nothing going on. Like they don't ever really have the ability to grab with their feet. So they really are just like, uh, if they can't get you with their head, they can't get you. Um, so, you know, that's a kind of, um, you know, they have one tool, um, but they, they do, they do evolve lots of varieties. There's some that are actually kind of flamingo-like, and they uh, like scoop little things out of the water and filter them out. Um, and then there's some with sort of just big mouthfuls of pointy teeth, probably good fish catchers. Little teeny ones, probably insect eaters. Uh, this thing, um, some people think this is a carrion eater. Um, goes around, lands around, and like pokes its head into sort of decaying dead dinosaurs, um, which is, you know, I don't want to say it's a good job, but it's like a reliable job. <laughs> Requires always have work. You always yeah, have yeah. work. Yeah, always have work. Exactly. Now, evil Dr. Matt, is it true that you can't hear a pterosaur going to the bathroom? 
because the P is silent. Oh my god! Nice, Steve. Wow. Oh, I'm embarrassed to have been so slow in the uptake with that. <laughs> you, um, you, haven't, you haven't heard that one before? Oh my! I goodness. probably have. You know, I don't. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Somebody else got to have to pitch the next one. <laughs> now, Matt. Oftentimes, folks will say that birds are dinosaurs. Yeah, but are they more related to the pterosaurs or the dinosaurs? And flight they is are, just sort of an interesting match, kind of. Uh, it's the second thing, yeah. So they are they're descended from dinosaurs, and so they they have they evolved flight independently of pterosaurs, mm. and so they okay. and so they did it they did it differently. Birds have a like very particular way of like using their wings, and you know they bird wings. It's all about the um, the feathers and the, they can change the shape of the wing with their feathers, but they have a very um, particular way of like flapping. And it's very, um, I don't want to say rigid, but it's like the, the bones basically only allow certain things to happen. Whereas uh, pterosaurs have a completely different setup and they have um, the wing is like a leathery wing, almost like a bat wing. Um, and, but instead of in a bat where it's all between all the fingers, um, in a pterosaur, the pinky is super long, and the wing just goes out along this pinky and then comes back against the body. Um, so they only have the one thing instead of like that's like a web. Um, and some of them have like these super long tails, and they must be doing something with that. And some of them have these big crests on their heads, and some must be going on with that, but we don't understand it. Um, hmm. But they seem they seem to be just doing a different different thing. So and the birds and pterosaurs are around for like you know. 80 million years together. So they must have like, they sorted out, you know, they're just doing different stuff and they just happen to both fly. But I they see. are probably not, probably not getting in each other's way that much. That's hilarious. Would these things be agile flyers like birds or more clumsy? Um, I think they'd be good flyer. I mean, it, it's a difficult thing to really like figure out, but I mean, mm. I, I, I think you either fly, or you don't fly, frankly, you know, like there's not really almost flying. That's called falling. That's called falling. It's called falling, exactly. Um, And and there's enough variety in what these things look like and like their shapes of their wings that it implies Mm. that there's like a lot of variety of flying styles. So they're probably pretty good at it. Um, The big ones probably are soaring, you know, a lot more like an albatross or something. Um, And the one thing you don't have at this time is you don't have big flying birds. Um, Birds are all sort of medium sized or smaller. So you don't have anything like a giant eagle um, or a condor. Those are all the pterosaurs are doing that stuff. Cool. You know, when uh, I was a kid, my favorite stuffed toy was a, a pterodactyl named Terry. Oh. <laughs> That's what it said on the tag. Um, what was the one in, um, what was the one in uh, Land Before Time? Oh. It used to make that, you know, yep, 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 or something like that. It's it's I'll I'll just tell you it's it's Petrie. Oh yeah, Petrie. Petri. There we go. Okay. Yeah, Petrie. Um well that was great, Doctor Evil. Evil Doctor. I have to remember that. You can go to four <laughs> years of evil doctor school for nothing. Um, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, should we should I'm we paying that off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh should we look at the this card here a little bit? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah, Mike or Dan, you want to read some of the card and share it with the other guy. Some of the card. Okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna read that this thing doesn't think. It's got zero scheme. 
and it has three attack, which I believe is as strong as a T-Rex. It is as strong as a T-Rex. Um, now, Matt, does that make any sense? It's falling from the sky because he can't fly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, hard, it's hard to see like this and a T-Rex. Just, I, it's hard to see that fight lasting that long. So, <laughs> if this is this is a Quetzalcoatlus, if this is a Quetzalcoatlus, yeah. it's like got a wingspan of like twenty five feet or something, right? It's humongous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it could swoop down and just eat you, just like a T Rex could just bend down and eat you. I mean, kind of, right? But it's like it, it, it you, yes. But could it swoop right, down okay. and eat a T Rex? No. So I'm saying if you do three on, you know, three attack, three attack, and they fight each other, right? But the T Rex card has toughness and six health, while this thing only has. Four health. There, I got to read. Yeah, so I mean, I I feel like this thing has its. You know, if it gets you, it gets you. But if it doesn't, it's gonna. You can probably a T Rex would crumble this thing pretty badly. Right. Okay. You know, because it's because the thing about it is, if it's if, you know, it's a big flying animal. Every every ounce of design is being used for flying. So there's not like extra mu- extra bulk, right? So it can kind of whack you with its wing, and that would probably hurt. Um, but it doesn't have like big claws on its hands or big claws on its feet. So it's either got to stab you with its mouth or sort of bonk you, I guess. I don't know. There's, there's not a lot going on there. So I think it's really got to, you know, and it's, it's got to get it in a hit in well. Right. 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 Like a dive bomber. It should have like the ability right. to stun. Hey, speaking of dive bomber, he has aerial. He could use dive bomb. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you're right, Mike. He is aerial traded. He's also a creature. Huh. All right. Matt, what else does he do? Well, when revealed, resolve the special ability on the setting environment. I wonder what that means. Oh, wow, that means so much to us at this point. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to assume it's not everyone digs out a special ally. Like, it's probably going to be something that hurts the heroes. So, and the when revealed effect? Yeah, let's do it. It's not when he attacks and you need a chance to kill him first. No, no, it's when he pops out. Yeah, let's let's look at this for a second. So, Resolve the special, in quotes, ability on the setting environment. So whatever scenario this is in, there's a setting environment in play, and then it comes out, and this triggers it. So... Yep, and assuming, presumably there's more than one setting. Yeah, maybe. Um, Now, are there settings that have had special already released, like, long ago? Because that'd be funny. I don't think so. There... They all, there's different environments, but they're all different. There's something different about it. Like they're not called settings; they're called something right. else. Right? Because like absorbing man's is just gives him some basic stuff. It doesn't have right, a special right. tag on it. Even the mojo stuff doesn't have a special on it. Right? From all of his j- different scenarios, right. you know, whatever they they have a specific like everyone gets a plus one or whatever. Are so those called be... setting? I can't remember. I don't. No, they're called it environments. Environments, right? Okay. Yeah. But but they do have a special. They have a, okay. they the setting is a trait for, for an environment. So, right? Yeah, there is definitely, like, some kind of hmm. tag on the Mojo ones, but... All right. But there's more on this card, Mike. There's more on this card. Uh, Yeah, it's got a special boost. So no boost icons, but it's got the special boost. If the Savage Land is in play, deal Pterosaur to yourself as a face-down encounter card. I like that as a boost effect. I mean, yeah. pres- presuming the Savage Land is in play, whatever that is. I'm going to guess the Savage Land is the setting environment that Pterosaur is referencing. It might be. It might also be a scheme. Oh, it could be a side scheme? Yep. Or a main scheme? I don't know. 
Okay, so this card comes from the Savage Land modular set we haven't mentioned. This is card two of eight. So what do you want to bet card one is the setting environment? Sure, yep. Uh, called Savage Land? I mean, if that's it. Or one is maybe the side scheme for Savage Land. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the setting itself. Yeah. If oh. the Savage Land is in play, deal Terrasaur to yourself as a face-down account. Well, okay, so it's cool if that's where you're... Oh, yeah, that would make sense. If you are in the Savage Lands, which I'll tell you what those are in a second, this thing is flying around and trying to eat you, right? Yeah. That makes yep. sense to me. But he can presumably also eat you anywhere else, too. Correct. Yeah. It's just <laughs> he, you're more likely to get eaten by him if you are where he lives. Yes. If you're in his home. Um, so to backtrack two seconds, those uh, horror, sci-fi, the Mojo ones have the setting and show trait on them. Mm. But they don't have it. They do not have a special uh, ability, okay. however. Right. So. Okay, so Savage Lands. Let's talk about Savage Lands for a second. This is where uh, Matt's four years or eight years of evil Dr. Dinosaur College doesn't help him. Um, because <laughs> the Savage Lands are a Marvel invention set in Antarctica at the base of the Palmer Peninsula. A tropical okay. prehistoric land surrounded by volcanoes. It's a tropical preserve hidden from the rest of the world, like ringed in and in the Savage Lands. These creatures still exist. This is so. very Edgar Rice Burroughs. Yep. <laughs> so, and there'll be, you know, heroes go there and it, there's all, you know, they'll have all sorts of uh, encounters and, you know, they, they do their thing, whatever heroes and villains do. Uh, you know, I believe too, there's like, I read that it's like a world heritage location, like the UN and everybody said, oh, you can't go there and, and hunt these things or anything. But of course, people like Craven and other characters go there and do evil things. So, but that's the Savage Land itself. So it makes sense that a pterosaur is there. But what do we think this uh, architectural structure is? Because yeah. <laughs> in the art, there's a cathedral behind the pterosaur. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, do, they, do, they, do they get out or is there some ancient civilization? in this? I, I mean, if I, if I was a, a bigger villain than I am, I would set up my headquarters in the midst of dinosaur land. Well, I mean, the T-Rex got it to Central Park. I'm sure this guy can get wherever. That was time travel. I mean, this thing does fly. I don't know how it does, doesn't fly away, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, golly. Yeah. In the art there, that cathedral does stick out like a sore thumb. Sore thumb, sorry. Sore pinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is the orange stuff behind it? Is that more pterosaurs? Yeah, I think they're, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's other ones. Yeah, it's a flock. And this is, this is comic book art, so. Okay. Um. I have what? no idea why we're going to the Savage Lands, but I'm yeah, excited. What does this have anything to do at all with the story of the box? Or maybe this is some random modular and a hero back. Apparently this is from the box. It is from the box. FFG did tell us it is from the box. Oh, okay. All right. But they haven't officially spoiled the last two scenarios. Right. Right. Hmm. So maybe maybe somebody retreats there. Ooh. Uh, right? Okay, okay. Maybe somebody tries to harness the power of the Savage Lands for our purposes, for dinosaur maybe. purposes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's maybe somebody's so setting up an amusement park. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I don't care. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I don't it's care. Be fun. There's more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, golly. Now, it is interesting. It is not a unique minion, so there could be a couple of them. Maybe. Oh, there better be. Yeah. yeah. And a bunch of other other ones. What? What? Okay, what other dinosaur and dinosaur-adjacent creatures would we like to see fill out the Savage Lands modular? I think it might be kind of funny to do a reprint of the T-Rex. Okay. Dr. Matt, what about you? I mean, it's like Jurassic Park, right? The menu's really substantial. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want like a couple of badass herbivores. Stegosaurus, a triceratops, you know, ankylosaurus, big heavy armor things. Yeah, all right. I think that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Um, but you can't just retread Jurassic Park, right? So you can't have like raptors running around. It's sort of sort of a done deal, right? You got to pick some new. Probably there's a lot lot of little mean, you know, snappy dinosaurs you could probably pick that aren't velociraptors. Okay, Daniel, do you have one you'd like to see? I've always been a Triceratops fan. Okay, yeah, classic. 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 Well, is there more to say about this card? Or what we don't know about this card? (laughs) I'm just really excited to see this Savage Land stuff. And eight eight cards is a substantial modular. So Now, they they did also, FFG, uh, in one of their articles, they showed us Sauron, who... (laughs) Was like oh, yes. a back of the pack somebody or something like that, and he's like a pterosaur human hybrid thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, but oh, he's his, he's his own set though. He's a different modular set. Okay. Do we know who he's from? Like which pack that's in? Yes. So he's There's an Ice Man's pack. It's a back of the pack. So yeah, that was awesome. That was amazing. Thank um, you. Thank you, FFG. Um, for this for this lovely lovely spoiler, it was a lot of fun to chat about. Um, now let's talk about teamwork, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's that anymore? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, so yeah, was this yesterday? Now they they dropped. It came they, out on the nineteenth, which was yesterday, uh, which was the day before our acolyte show came out, where we all talked about teamwork and how great it is for the villains. And they're nerfing teamwork. Shall I shall I read you the new teamwork? What Wait, it's going the, to say? The old, the old teamwork, first of all, was yes. if a minion with teamwork is revealed, every other minion with teamwork of that same team activates. Yes. Brutal. Brutal and delicious. Amazing. So powerful. And therein lies the problem. <laughs> you see, a petition was put forward by Ironheart. Oh, Oh, and Doctor Strange, and Spider-Ham, yeah. and Spider-Suit, and all the powerful heroes saying, yeah. you can't be stronger than us. Oh, all right, what's the new teamwork, now, Steve? Yeah, so, so now, with the release of Age of Apocalypse, so not yet, not yet. You need to have the box. The box has to come out. It hasn't released yet. Uh, the keyword will instead cause only the minion that just entered play to activate, so long as they have at least one teammate in play. So this means the teamwork keyword basically is a weaker quick strike or a weaker quick scheme if their teammates out. If yeah, yeah, quick thinking if they have a teammate out, <laughs> just the one that comes into play activates, not all of them. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so some chatter around the interwebs was saying that four player this is a good change. Sure, I guess. Um, solo is a terrible change. It's never going to activate. Nope, ever. Yeah, even in solo, you only would ever activate like two guys, anyways, right? So like, yeah, I don't. I guess it didn't really activate often in solo, anyhow. But 
Um, and the teamwork can't be self-referential, right? The guy coming in, if he's the only right, one right. in the team, can't be his own team. Right. Yeah. He's got to have another that... teammate. So uh, um, no. I here's my take. Here's what I think folks should do. I, I mean, you can play play the game you want to play. I think in standard, you follow the new rules. In expert, you follow the old rules. That's fair. Yeah. I, guess, I mean, part of the reason, you know, what it, the minions themselves aren't like super, like their oh, stats, no. their stats are dependent on the fact that teamwork existed in the old way. Right. Well, they all have really nasty effects too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's where it came from. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Daniel. It's not, uh, I don't, unless the teams are getting a big buff in this one. Okay. That's Maybe. true. That could be. No. Yeah, because right now we just have the Acolytes and the Reavers, and we just talked about Acolytes, and their stats are not big, right? They're like ones and twos. Um, what the if Reaver. the Savage Land scenario gives all Pterosaurs teamwork? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, were they like, like, did they hunt in flocks? Were they a teamy animal? You know, uh, I don't. I don't think we have any information on that, but uh, <laughs> people. But unlike dinosaurs, it's not something people speculated, right? People talk about pack hunting and dinosaurs. Um, I think these are like small, small prey animals. You know, they just eat things okay. smaller than themselves. So they're not like ganging up on something. Gotcha. So probably not. There, there are some that certainly like flock, like the flamingo flocks, right? Because you find like a pile mm. of a, a thousand dead ones in one place. But I think they're I all see. like, right. you know, they're all like feeding in one spot. But I don't think they're helping each other. Okay. Okay. That's the zero scheme. I think it's pretty, pretty, <laughs> spot, pretty spot on. <laughs> they're not they're not thinkers, eh? Okay. No. Yeah. No. Um, awesome. All right. So yeah, play the game you want to play. If you're playing four player and you think it's too much, absolutely use the new rule. But uh, in solo, at least, I'm going to continue to use the old rule because it still needs that bite. Yeah. Sure. But that's that's how I like to play my games. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, one other thing: critical encounters when we play on the YouTube's. Yeah. Even if we're standard, we're old teamwork. We're old teamwork. Okay. Yeah. House rule number 7,606. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just played a game with uh, Board Game Lawyer. It's out there on our Twitch still. It'll hit YouTube eventually. And we play with Acolytes, and the teamwork is it. it's a thing. So <laughs> It's supposed to be a thing. It, it changes our decision-making several times in a few rounds. Like, oh, who do we take out? What do we do now? So, yeah. Yeah. No. Now you don't have to think about that so much, but that is bad. All right. All right. Well, hey, this is spoiler season. And if folks are listening to us first, they could go out and check out the spoilers from our friends over at the Card Game Cooperative. They got an ally called Triage. You could also check out the Spanish channel, Limanos de Thanos. They got a hero card, Command Authority, you could go check out. Cool. So, and, um, by the time this show releases, FFG will have done their FFG live yesterday, so people could go find that on YouTube to find out more cards. So, uh, yeah, cool, great, great, great. Mike, it's been a while, oh, but I know. people people want to talk to us. Yeah, I, I want to know what your stuffed dinosaurs were named. <laughs> you can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are critical, critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or Patreon or Twitch by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane. Big Fun Bloke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Pterosaur, take us out. Ah! 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 What, what noise do they make, Matt?
<laughs> oh, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. It's canon. Super scientific. Yeah. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for coming back. We'll see you in three years when they release another dinosaur. Awesome. When we get the rest of the set. And <laughs> yeah. There's a oh, few there, other... yeah. 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 I'll be here. I'll, I'm here for that. Awesome. We'll get a Diplodocus in there. Ooh. Some Trudons. Who knows, right? Oh, name dropping, are we? Yeah, I used to watch <laughs> Dinosaur Train on PBS oh, with my kids. Nice, nice. <laughs> and they weren't dinosaurs. They were pterosaurs, the, the main characters. That's well, true. yeah. They were. That's right. I'm ready to that show now. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the one T-Rex that lived with them for some reason. So, anyway. In harmony. Just like In it harmony. probably was. Yeah. yeah. Little kids. Yeah, thanks a ton, Matt. It was great. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me back. Thank you, sir.